All right. What's up, everybody? I am uh, waiting for the for the Instagram to kick on. It takes a, it takes a second for the software. There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? This is Greg. We are doing a live, our Monday, Friday live, and today I'm joined by Mr. Brian Blackie. This is also going to be a special episode of the Be The Difference podcast. This is the podcast where we come to you uh, Monday, or well, actually twice a week, uh, in order to bring you content on sales, leadership, mindset, marketing, everything under the sun when it comes to being an entrepreneur, and we bring on guest speakers. Today, we have the guest speaker, Mr. Brian Blackie. He is a life insurance agent. That has uh, in 2023 he transitioned into Medicare. I'm gonna allow him to tell his story and talk about um, what his experience was with life insurance, what it's been with Medicare, and kind of paint the picture for everyone that uh, is looking to do a transition or is in the middle of that transition. So, Brian, with all, yes. uh, uh, go ahead and jump in and tell tell a little bit about your story. Well, my story started back in 2021. Um, it goes back that far. What I, I was looking to be able to do something from home. Um, my department at where I was working was shut down for COVID. They shut us down for 18 months. Um, so I was looking to transition into something else. Um, just jumping around, looking on TikTok, different things, uh, came across family first, you know, that looked interesting, but I figured there, there had to be more to what they were saying. I was seeing all the hype, but I wasn't seeing everything else that was involved with it. Um, then the next step was couldn't get anybody on the phone. Uh, reached out to people on Instagram, no responses, couldn't find anybody local. So I was kind of turned off there. Um, then I got, I found somebody local, got started with them. Um, that didn't work out. So I jumped on with, um, I jumped on with Zach and uh, got started with you guys. Got started with you guys in uh, 22, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. Was it was it when we already started Delta? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I had I had come on with Advantage One. Um, that wasn't working out yeah. because of who I had gone through. Uh, so I hooked up with Zach, and uh, we got started with Delta the summer of 22. Um, I was doing okay, you know as far as, cause I've never been afraid to talk to people. Mm. So it was more of just understanding the business and just being able to get my foot in the door with them. Yeah. Um, at the time leads were more than what I thought they would be. Mm. So Zach had told me, he said, listen, he said, if you buy, you know, these, these cheaper leads, you got to grind them more. He says, but there's, there's nuggets there. So, um, was doing a lot of phone calls with that. That wasn't so much working out. Um, as good as I wanted it to, I mean, the business was there. It just wasn't a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so I decided to go to work at a friend's bakery. It's a family friend, um, was working there. The money was good. So I kind of pushed life insurance to the side, mm. you know, um, January of 23, decided to pick it back up. Um, having some conversations with Craig Jackson, he was helping me, you know, find my way on the phone you know, as far as doing mortgage protection leads and whatnot. And he just had the conversation of, Hey, do you have your life, your, your health license? And he said, he goes, I think that you're going to do better on the Medicare side. He goes, you're not afraid to talk to people. He says, there's more intent on the Medicare side. Um, and I think you're going to have an easier go of it. Yeah. Um, so I decided to get the health license. Um, 
that was, you know, that was some doing. I mean, it's it's a lot of information to take in because there's let's, a lot of regulation. Pause, let's pause there and kind of and kind of dissect everything. So, you so you've been in you've been in life insurance industry. You did not have your health license since 21. Um, you you'd been to a couple companies. You weren't didn't really see any success. You ended up going with Zach. Um, came over to Delta. And um, you still were struggling. You were finding, it sounds like you're finding some nuggets, but you were still struggling. You ended Correct. up getting another job, a salary job or like a, an hourly pay job outside of insurance because you needed the money. Correct. But you, but you kept trying to make it work. Like you, you still stayed tapped in. And I do remember that because I remember you were like, come to every meeting. You come yes. to every training meeting. You were there always. You're pretty quiet, but you were there, right? <clears throat> and I remember being like, dude, Brian's a hustler, man. Like he, he wants to make it work. He's having some struggles, but he wants to make it work. So ultimately on life side, you were struggling until 23 when Craig was like, Hey, have you ever thought about Medicare and, and getting your, getting your health license? Yes. So in 23, you, you said ended up getting your health license. When did you get through your health license, get your AHIP done, get contracted and, and, and you were ready to sell? Uh, I passed the health exam in April. I went through AHIP in May, uh, AHIP end of April. Uh -huh. um, I did certifications the beginning of May, and I was up and running mid-May. And I was I was doing enrollments. Um, uh, third week of third week of May of twenty three. I was doing enrollments that fast. Yeah. Okay. So and it just it. Compared to where compared to where the life insurance was, I mean, if it's it's Medicare moves a lot faster. Yeah, you know, as far yes. as so, and you have you have so much more opportunity. So you you started once you got through AHIP, you got ready to sell, you jumped in, you started pretty quick, and you were yes. and you were starting to make sales, and you got really consistent very quickly. Yes. Um. And I remember, uh, if I if I remember correctly, and you can correct me if, if I'm wrong, you were selling about one policy a day, Monday through Friday, about 20 policies a month. And you were spending like an hour on the phone each day or so, or something like that, or like an hour or two each day to get like a policy a day, Monday through Friday, in order just to stay consistent and get to that 20 policies a month. Does that sound, is that, is that about right? Uh, with the exception of the time on the phone, um, yeah. you know, average two and a half, three hours a day. Sometimes it was more, yeah. um, you know how it goes. Some days people just aren't answering the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. So, and, and what did that, what did that net you when you first started to hit that consistently, that 20 policies a month? Uh, the 20 policies a month, uh, again, it depends on the carrier. Mm. And with the HRAs payout, um, I was consistently doing seven thousand a month. Okay, which is a which comparatively, you were not. I mean, you weren't making that for life insurance. No. Yeah, and no. by the way, how much were you spending on leads, real quick? In regards to home, uh, Medicare, the the how much? How much were you spending on Medicare leads at that time? I was spending nothing. These are yeah. these are these were age leads that I was getting through the carrier. Yeah, so these were these are carrier age leads that we we had gotten and we gave to you, and Correct. and you were like, uh, so you're spending zero, you're making an extra seven k consistently, sometimes more, sometimes yes. 
but sometimes more because of the HRAs, depending, but at least 7K. Correct. And um, what what was the difference between the two in terms of life insurance to Medicare? In terms of success, um, being able to be consistent, the sales, et cetera. Like, what do you feel was the big difference? The big difference, number one, is no money out of pocket from them. You know, there's there's more intent. This is something, life insurance is something we, we kind of all, well, of course we do need it. I mean, but for some people, they don't consider it a need. Health insurance is definitely a need. And it's right in front of them. And it's just, it's something that they already have. They know how it works. And I'm just trying to make their situation better. You know, I'm yeah. letting them know what I have. Listen, the only thing that this is going to cost you is your time. If you don't like what I'm telling you, then we just part ways. Yeah. So, and that's, that's what works for me. I mean, once I tell them, you know, what I'm offering you doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. So. And, and, and I, you know what, I was in the field recently, uh, uh, Friday. So I had some agents fly in that are looking to join Medicare, mm -hmm. um, from family first. <laughs> and, uh, they were like, Hey, uh, we want to fly out and see you in the field. So I was like, all right, sounds good. So I was like, in fact, come stay at my house, you know? So they came and stayed yeah. with me. And um, and they uh, we, we set appointments on Thursday and Friday. We're in the field the entire day. And when they saw it, they were like, this is, this is insane how easy this is. I was like, I know, yes. like, especially in person. Yes. Like, it, I, I would say on the phone's a little bit. A little bit more difficult because mm -hmm. the no like and trust factor of getting people to understand like hey um this doesn't cost you anything and this this is what we're going to do they're like they're they're less trusting of that whereas yes. in the home it's a little bit easier with your presence to to get that so like your sales per ratios are a lot higher and mm -hmm. they were like dude this is like insane stupid like how easy this is yes. This, yes. this is all you have to do i was like yes and it, and and then and so medicare is is one of those it's one of those industries that you're winning with with bunts with singles with stolen bases right mm -hmm. you're not doing a bunch of home runs right no it, it's a lot of like the basics done over and over and over consistently just to wear down because if you're doing that what you're doing is you're slowly building your residual over and over and over and yes. over again. And it's such a, it's a small amount, but that stacks, right? And when you're doing that, that stacking motion, yes. day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, you can build a really nice residual to where you can live a fantastic life. And I'm seeing that. I, I'm seeing that now, January and February, because of the work that I did last year. Yeah. So, yeah. And it just shows you once once you actually see that, you know that you want to build that. You yeah. want to build on that. So you look at this time next year, this is where I can be. So, so. um it's just an, it's just incredible um that, that having those people come in and see it. And what you're saying yeah. just leads lends credence to that the fact that um it's it is a significantly different. Uh, type of sales process and we're not saying by any means we're not saying that this is like easy money no right you still got to do work mm -hmm. you still have to be consistent 
you still, this is still solopreneur slash entrepreneurship, right? It's not going to just be handed to you. But a lot of the difficulties that you see on the life insurance side of people, like, and, and let's be real, no one wants to sit there and think about the day they die. Like, to no. be honest, like, not, and I very rarely will you sit with people and they're like, dude, I'm planning all this out so that my family's taken care of. Like, I need to have this, this, that, the other. And they're intentional about that. That doesn't mm -hmm. happen very often. It has happened no. to me before, but it's very rare. Most people are like, eh, I'll be fine. I'll deal with it when it comes, right? And they don't realize, like, dude, by the time it comes and you and death's knocking on the door, it's too fucking late, bro. It's too, right. it is too late. You waited too long because no one's going to insure you then, right? Yes. And no one really understands that. Like, well, they understand it, but they're not comprehending it to a level to like, you know what? You're right. I got to get this taken care of now. So th there's this constant struggle of trying to really like kind of force them to understand this and using emotion to get them to really think about them dying. Right. Like, hey, you don't, we don't know when we're going to die, right? No one does. Yeah. You could get in a car. None tomorrow. of us are promised tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you cannot wake up tomorrow, right? right. And no one knows why. Uh, it, but it's like everyone assumes I'm going to wake up tomorrow because I woke up yesterday yeah. and I woke up this morning. So I'm probably going to wake up tomorrow. So I'm fine. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it when I need to, you know? Yes. Whereas, and, and them having to justify the payments, all that stuff. Like there's, there's all these little tiny factors that you're trying to overcome in a life insurance sale right. with Medicare that you don't have to overcome. No. Because... They want it. They need it. They're going to have it anyways. And the government right. pays for it. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, like it does makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it is true. There's, there's even different conversations in the home. Mm -hmm. So as opposed to doing it on the life insurance side, you, you kind of, they're a little tensed up or whatever, you know, you get there on the Medicare side, they're like, come on in. What you got for me? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're, uh, yeah, very open. You know, the, and, and like the, the, the appointment, like I'll just sit down and the second I sit down, I'm like, Hey, give me your red, white, and blue card. <laughs> like, hey, where'd you want my blue card? They're like, Oh, hold on one second. They go get it out of their wallet or their purse or whatever. Yeah. They come back to give it to me. And I'm like, all right. And I start frigging pulling their plan up. And I'm like, boom, Hey, this is the plan you got. Right. Right. This is it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Boom. What do you like about this plan? Like, what does it do for you? What, what's the best part of it? You know? And then it's like, I start pulling up all the other plans. And I start comparing yeah. like the first thing I do is I look at like, Hey, what's your, what's your total maximum out of pocket, you know, for, for, um, yearly for in network. Right. And I start comparing that. And then I start to do a compare and contrast. I'm like, Hey, do you, what do you think about your vision? What do you think about your dental? What do you think about your hearing? Do you have any hearing problems? Like, do you need hearing aids, um, transportation, Hey, what about the over-the-counter? So I start to compare all these things to find mm -hmm. out what they like the best and try to find a plan that fits their needs but also doesn't take away from what they already have. doesn't make it worse, right? And uh, if you do it right, you can usually find something that's better for them, right? Because there's somebody... Usually, yeah. So, usually, yes. So it, 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 there's, like a, there's like a method to the madness and a process, but... Um, um, it's such a simple process. And then once you have it in black and white in the home, you can literally just be like, hey, here's your plan, right? Here's the plan I think that would be better for you. And here's why. Boom. Hey, your max amount of pocket for, for your in network is going to go from uh, uh, 3,800 to 3,450, right? So mm -hmm. you'll save, if you're, if you're hitting your max, you're going to save $250 a year, right? There's savings right there.
Hey, yeah. uh, your comprehensive dental right here is fifteen hundred. In this plan, it's going to be uh, twenty five hundred. So you get a thousand dollars extra comprehensive dental. Hey, for your vision, boom, you get X amount towards glasses. For your for your over the counter, hey, right here you're getting you know fifty dollars every three months. Here you're going to get eighty dollars every three months. So you get thirty extra dollars that you can use towards gas, groceries, stuff like that. So you mm -hmm. start to go over all these things with them. And then you just verify like, hey, is your doctor a network? Yep. Hey, are, are your are the formularies the same? Is there going to be any issue with you, you uh, getting your medications? No, everything was good. Dude, you're, you're, it's money at this point. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, it's, it's just like, hey, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I want to switch to this one. Okay, awesome. Let, let, let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead and do this <laughs> application. That takes you like less than five minutes, by the way. Like yeah. it's just a super simple questionnaire. You're in and out. If you do it right, you can be in and out. And like I've I've done appointments in like 15, 20 minutes, right? So yeah, I I even had one lady one time. She's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "We're done." She's like, "That was ten minutes." I'm like, "That's all that it takes." Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Like, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I got everything I needed. I gave you what I thought you needed. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, awesome. So you you've had some success. What is how much have you how much did were you making now that you've been doing Medicare for a year? You did you did pretty solid on AP. What's your deposits been this new year? Um, roughly that since you've been doing this consistently for about six months last year and then through AP. Mm -hmm. uh, January I didn't do too much. I just picked back up uh, the end of January, so I that's not really a good um, estimate to go by. Um, I've been going good since February, um, because during AEP, I was also, I was doing full-time at the bakery and then I was doing, uh, my appointments in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, you know, I didn't have my body in the best shape. So I kind of, it, it took me a few weeks to recover from, from doing that type of schedule. I was going about 14, 15 hours a day. Yeah. So, um, but since I've been back on with February, you know, the numbers, numbers are looking good. I mean, I want to do better than I did last year. Um, so far for, uh, what did I do the end of, like I said, the end of January wasn't much that I only took in about 2,500 at the end of January. Okay. So, but again, I didn't start until the 21st. Okay. So that's not, that's not bad. No, that's not bad. Um, if anyone wants to have any questions or they want to reach out to you to find out, you know, have more in-depth questions on your experience with Medicare. Um, what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Uh, they can reach out to me on Instagram. Yep. Uh, they can send me a direct message there. You can also reach me at my cell, uh, 267-312-9684. Um, I mean, I would say text me first. Yeah. You know, I tend to keep Always my better. phone on. Yeah. I keep, your, I keep my phone on. Uh, it's Brian, um, underscore Blackie, my name. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. And uh, now that you know the difference between the two, you've kind of worked it. What advice would you give yourself when you first started insurance, knowing what you know now? I should have started sooner to I feel have so more faith. Yeah. Have, <laughs> for, have more, you know, have more faith in myself yeah. um, and just, just gets, just should have started sooner. You know, Imagine um, what your residual would be right now if you had started selling like you're selling now in 2021. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
that's what I think about. Like, dude, if I, I started, I started insurance back in 2017. If I had, if I, my residual would be stupid right now. Yeah. If I had been selling like I was selling during AEP, mm-hmm. all those years, like it would, it would be ridiculous. I, it's, it's, it's like I almost want the year to go by quicker because I want to get back to, I want it to be AEP again. Yeah. So, because I want to try, my goal is to do double what I did. Yeah. So during those months, so and I, I looked over what I could, what I can improve on as far as managing my time better. Uh-huh. So to be able to fit in all the other appointments that I that I think that I can do. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure you'll hit it, man. I'm sure you hit it. You've been crushing it. Uh, I appreciate all that you're doing and all the hard work you're putting in. Well, and, and, listen, all uh, I'm doing is following your lead and following Zach's lead. You know, you guys keep putting me on the right path, and success comes. That's it's that's dude, it's that simple. <laughs> it's like following it following the breadcrumbs, bro. So yeah, thank you so much for jumping on uh and doing the live and doing the podcast. Uh if you're watching this live, thank you so much. Make sure you share this with content with somebody else if you watch this entire content. Uh if it probably obviously provided value, so share it with somebody that can also provide value too. Uh if you're listening to this to on the podcast on the Be the Difference podcast or on Spotify, on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then uh, do me a favor. hit um, Give it five stars. Uh, hit share and share this content with somebody else that can also get value from it. It means uh, uh, the world to both Brian and I when you can share this. And it might also change somebody else's perspective and help them to get better or to transition into Medicare and change their very life. So uh, I will, go ahead. I, I, will say, I will say this, that... I will say that you will not regret doing Medicare. You'll regret not doing it. Yeah. That's take it from Brian. (laughs) I take it from Brian guys, ladies and gents. Thank you so much. This has been the be the difference podcast. I'm your host, Greg Birch until next time. We'll see you. Deuces.